Welcome to the Wine After Work podcast. This is your host, Bryce Batts. I'm a career coach, mom of two girls, former college cheerleader, and current encourager of women. I'm so grateful you're here. It's my mission to help women break through the glass ceiling, rise up, and step into their greatness. Now grab a glass of wine and settle in. You guys, today I get to chat with Megan and Eric Hammond, a husband and wife duo. I have not had a husband and wife team on the podcast yet, and I had so much fun talking to both of them. They are parents of three girls, uh, ages 11, 8, and 5. Uh, Megan teaches homeschool full-time. She helps motivate working moms to find happiness and fulfillment in their lives. And she partners with her husband in several businesses they run together. They've been married for 17 years next month. And Eric is a business and real estate coach. He helps run an Etsy e-com shop with his daughters. How adorable is that? And has co-authored a new book with his wife called The Happy Mom Handbook. And you guys are all getting it for free. So listen in and uh, all the links will be in the show notes. So just uh, take a look there and I hope you enjoy. Well, welcome, Megan and Eric Hammond. I'm so excited to have you both on the podcast. And you're my first husband and wife team on Wine After Work. So welcome. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're excited to be here. Yeah, of course. So I know you've got a new book out, which you're going to make available to all of our listeners, which is super exciting. Um, But tell us about your business journey to fulfillment, and then we'll get to the Happy Mom Handbook. Um, So... I think it kind of all started to begin. I mean, we both generally like to help people. Um, And over, I don't know what, a long time. I mean, you know, Eric's been in real estate for a long time. We always, people coming up and being like, hey, can you help with this? Like real estate questions and stuff. And and it's just kind of evolved from like now homeschool. Since we do that, um, we're in our fourth year of homeschool. Wow. And um, so we've had a lot of, you know, questions like, how do I do homeschool and try to run a house and a life and still be somewhat sane? And uh, and so we just thought, you know, why don't we try to go a little bit deeper with this um, and help people or more moms, you know, understand, like, look, there are other things you can be doing to find fulfillment and happiness in your life. Like, you know, there's, we're in different phases of life. You have different phases and this phase for a lot of people is hard. And mm-hmm. um, so just trying to help moms realize, look, there's things that you can do to, you know, find that fulfillment in your life to bring happiness. And there's still going to be, you know, days that are rough. Yeah. Sure. Like we, we have <laughs> a lot of rough days and we have a lot of good days, but I, I think we've both learned how to find that fulfillment. I, I mean, we're still on that journey, of course. Um, but we just, we enjoy helping people get to that level, I guess, to where they can find that fulfillment. Yeah, that's awesome. And I see you're a mom of mom and dad of three girls, 11, eight and five. So that's incredible. I have two girls. 13, 15, you know, (laughs) rolling into that age. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. So I have it's, a a thirteen year old girl and an eight year old girl. So okay. So the drum yeah. drill. Yeah. <laughs> so you my understand? Husband, yeah. <laughs> so Eric, you're outnumbered. As yeah. So is my husband. <laughs> and I'm curious how you got into homeschool because I will say I my husband and I homeschooled for just over a year during COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. We just felt like it was a better choice for us. But I'm pretty sure my eight year old has PTSD from me being her teacher. <laughs> like I am not a teacher and I was working full-time my husband was working full-time so I was like you take you take the older one I'll take the younger one this is what we're doing we just have to power through <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah it's not it's not an easy feat for sure and it's just each year we've we talk to the girls and kind of be like okay how are you feeling like we of course want to do what's best for you. Um, and we kind of do the pros and cons of homeschool versus public school or brick and mortar school, you know? Um, and it just, they just keep coming back to, they like the schedule. They like that. We're able to kind of more tailor their learning or the curriculum towards things that they enjoy. Sure. Um, and we've just, we've found it between the two of us also, it's just more enjoyable. Um, like we're able to talk about a lot of things throughout the day to continue that learning throughout the day. And we've just, um, like I said before, like there's a lot of rough days, like hearing my girls sometimes talk to their friends, like, you know, about homeschool and yeah, my, my teachers, my teachers, my mom. And also you, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, we just like little jokes, did you get sent to the principal's office today? Or, you know, it's just kind of some days are hard and, and we're with each other all the time, but we're getting to know the girls. I mean, you know, on a deeper level and we've sure. just learned to set up systems and schedules. I mean, I'm very, I function much better with schedules and so do the girls we've learned. And so we just were, we have good schedules that we've put into place and habits. And so it, it didn't just happen and yeah. It's okay. definitely did. yeah i think one thing too that's interesting to think about is we'd send our oldest daughter off to school you know she'd be gone six seven eight hours and then she'd come home or we'd pick her up and be like well what'd you learn today i, I don't know well tell me what did you do today i don't know like she had no idea what happened you know it's just because that's how our brain work and yeah know. they love to say nothing yeah <laughs> nothing <laughs> I don't know. I eat lunch with my friends, right? <laughs> like you get to talk to them about the subjects that they're excited about and the books that they're reading. Um, I was in the car the other day for like an hour with my oldest girl. And we're just talking about science and it's just fun. Like you get to have these more in-depth conversations. Sure. Yeah. And you definitely have more time with them. How'd you decide to start homeschooling? I'm just curious. It was all through COVID. I, yeah. I, before, like when we were before, um, looking at moving down to Carlsbad, California, I was like, Hey, this is where we want to be. Cause the school districts are really good there. Like that's where we want to be because I had no intentions. Like I remember someone asking about homeschooling or, and I was like, yeah, there's no way. Like, I don't, I'm not that type of parent. Like I would probably kill my kids if that was the case, if we were home all day together. And then like COVID happened and we were actually remodeling our house at the time. And we were all living in our travel trailer in our driveway. <laughs> um, and then like, I remember we picked up our daughter from school and there was like a letter that was basically like, we're not sure when we're going to be coming back. And I was like, great. So we're stuck in a trailer all together. All together. 
And then it just kind of evolved from there. And, you know, in California, it was just everything was shut down for a while and school was who knows. And, you know, they had to wear masks forever. And I'm like, I don't want to send them wearing masks to school, like drop them off and be like, Hey, have fun. Don't forget to keep your mask on all day. Right. Exactly. All that. And so we just started to look into other alternatives and that's kind of how we came upon homeschool. And I just realized like, that's my, this is my phase in life right now. And I'm here to, you know, raise my girls to teach them and homeschooling is after a lot of you know thought and prayer and everything that's just where we came to for both of us and for our family that homeschool was where we should be and it was kind of like that was hard for me to embrace that and be like okay we're gonna do this because that's not me I mean it wasn't me at the beginning um because I had other ideas of what I wanted to do with my life. Sure. <laughs> big part you consider too is like, what about all the social aspects that your kids might miss out on? Like, like they're in middle school and elementary school. It's like, I remember those times so much. Like some days you got in fights and some days like there was things that happened at lunch and some days like your teacher was weird, you know, just those kind of nuances that you don't get with homeschool. And we kind of weighed those options and just, this, yeah, again, like talked about it a ton and decided that maybe this is something we try out for a while. And if it doesn't, yeah back and we like to uh we like to travel a lot too and sometimes months we're gone for you know two three months at a time traveling which is great because you can just bring school with you and and yeah it does give you so much freedom yeah 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 it's been we really enjoyed it and it you know it's not for everyone like i totally understand when moms or you know families are like yeah we it just would not work for us. And I, and it's, it's true for some people it works. And for some people it's just not. And I also think for each kid is different too. Like some kids it would not work well at all. And our, our girls, and you know, they're still young, but you know, for right now it's working and there's, you know, for when we get to high school and everything like that, um, there's other things that we can still continue to do homeschool, but maybe they go for, you know, one or two classes a day to mm-hmm. the high school and they can be a part of the high school sports teams. Like we found out about that. And my daughter was thrilled about that. And so, you know, it's, it, we're not completely shut off from the world. Yeah. Just somewhat, but yeah, it's a, for us, it works. And for others, it might not be, which is totally yeah. right. Like you just got to roll with it and go with what works for you. So. Yeah, I think we all learned that during COVID. And like you said, it yeah. you know, everything for a season. Um, mm-hmm. Funny enough, we had a travel trailer and we're traveling around during COVID as well. Uh-huh. We, we really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. I was like, I didn't think we'd ever get to do this until we retired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It's not an old person sport anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, what caused you to start this journey towards finding happiness in your life? Um, I think kind of what I touched on before is just the fact of just helping people or moms realize that, um, so you have, you know, social media where you have, I think, at least for me, I see two very distinct you, it looks like you have the moms who have it all together and their houses are, you know, spotless and their kids are great and they're running their own business. And it's just, they're just living the best life. And then you have the moms who are like a hot mess and have nothing together. And it's just like, they're running from one place to the next, like, you know, a chicken with their head cut off. And you're just like, I, and so 
and there were, there were people in my own personal life that were like that too, that, um, you know, it was just like, Hey, you're doing homeschool. You have, you know, a business and you have this, like, but yet you're still like grounded and not some like crazy woman running around. Like, how do you, and so there was a lot of like, well, here's like how I schedule my day. And here's like, kind of what our schedule looks like and how I do that. And just kind of this, the systems and habits that we've put into place. Um, and so we were just kind of like, why don't we maybe go on a bigger scale in being able to help in that area? Like that's like something that I'm strong in because I've had to do it in our own life to make things work and run somewhat smoothly. Um, and then just, you know, things that Eric has helped out with people with, you know, real estate and other ventures that he has. Mm -hmm. And so we just thought it was a good, I don't know, something just to help out. Yeah. And now it's a full-fledged business. Yeah. Yeah. Megan has definitely got the home in order and the family in order and the mindset in order. And then my side is more the business side. And so we work with a lot of moms and well, just individuals who are coming into it and saying like, look, I've got this interest. I want to start a business or I want to do something on the side. I know you're a career coach. And so you talk a lot about, you know, going farther in life with that career. Uh, and sometimes you might take a fork for a little while and, uh, and take another path and do some other things in your life or supplement your husband's income or wife's income or whoever, and, you know, just bring some extra things um, to the table. And, and that's, what's fun about this life is there's just so many opportunities mm-hmm. to explore and do. Um, I remember my dad, he was at the same job for like 35 or 40 years. And then he retired, you know, like that's it. And now people change jobs and do that. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's kind of like, like, that's why we like this duo. It's kind of both sides of the spectrum of where you want to be and what you're stuck with. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty impressive about your dad. Gen Z now, I think it's like a year on average per job. It's pretty wild. That's crazy. <laughs> well, Megan, what and Eric, what uh, advice do you have for women who are struggling to find joy in their lives today? I feel like everyone's so overwhelmed, so busy. It starts I, to weigh you down. Yeah, it does. It's and it's not um, it's not an I don't know. It can be an easy process. Um, I think it to start slowly. Um, we talk a lot about habits with our girls and, um, what am I trying to say? My mind's going, (laughs) yeah, it's just, I think just starting slowly with habits, finding things that you can do in your life, um, to bring you happiness. Um, Mm -hmm. And even if it's just like one thing that I've realized since we've been up here in Washington, um, we are at my parents' farm right now, um, hobby farm. And so we have animals that we have to take care of, um, you know, every morning and night feeding and everything like that. And so what I've realized that brings me happiness and it's just so simple is just getting outside in the morning and having that fresh air you know, and it's just something simple like that, where it just makes, I don't know, it just kind of relieves some stress, maybe. I could uh, not agree I, more. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's so simple. Like just try Be going outside. out for, yeah, just go outside for like five, 10 minutes and just whether it's walking around or just sitting, you know, I don't know. It's just, and so like, we talk a lot, like I said, a lot about that with the girls, just finding things that can bring you happiness and 
try something. If it doesn't bring you happiness, then, you know, scratch that and try something else. Like it's, it don't like get down on it, but just take little, you know, small little habits each day and try to make, mm-hmm. see if it makes happiness or fulfillment in your life. Yeah. I read a book, uh, I was like pamphlet or something. It wasn't like a full fledged book, but it was like 30 days to 30 habits or something like that. And it was like, every day try something new like maybe today i'm going to try to cook a different meal and tomorrow i'm going to try yoga and the next day i'm going to try running and like just so many different things just to stimulate your mind and see what comes about from it right like i think we get so stuck in this rut of life mm-hmm. we, get up, we brush our teeth we go to work we you know eat lunch at work we come home we take care of the kids and we go to bed right and same thing over and over and over nothing changes unless something happens and, and force upon us but if you actually go out looking for things to, to change and do different, that's when you're going to start finding yourself. Uh, I remember when I was a kid, my mom would put me in all sorts of crazy things when I was a kid, just to see what I was interested in. Like someone's I did tennis and other times I did soccer and she signed me up for like a singing thing. And I'm terrible at singing and I did get in a play one time and just weird stuff, like everything. Just, I love that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was terrible for me, like emotionally and socially, <laughs> like, just crashed, but it was so good too. Cause I'm like, I don't like that. And I like this and I don't yeah. like that anymore, but I mean, yeah, it's just, there's so many fun things to do in this life. It's just explore and try something new. That's so true. And I do believe we can get in a rut of just doing the same thing every day. It's like, shake it up, try something else. I love that. Yeah, try exactly. New things every day and just see what you like. And same for kids. I was kind of like you. I played lots of sports and I did dance and I tried lots of things and I might not have been very good at them, but I tried. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what have been some of the biggest lessons you guys have learned about finding joy and happiness and fulfillment? I mean, I feel like you're onto something with kind of going against the grain. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think some of the lessons that I've learned um, is don't try to conquer everything at once. Like it's fine to go small. Um, And that was, I'm still working on that is it's okay. Like, like Eric said, we have our whole life ahead of us and just try to start small. Like I feel when I try to chew off more than I can handle, I get burnt out quicker. And then it's harder to recover because it's like, Oh, I failed. Like, you know? And so when I take smaller steps or like baby steps, um, and I'm able to accomplish those or see if I do like doing that, um, it it's easier. Uh, you don't get burnt out as quickly, at least for, I I don't. Um, And I think that's one of the main things that I've learned in finding happiness is just starting small and working your way up from there and just bringing small little things into your life and trying things like that, just maybe on a smaller scale, just, you know, there's no time to, or I mean, you don't need to just go out and just tackle everything at once, Mm -hmm. just take time and find something like Eric said, just try different things. And, you know, one thing thing I've seen too, and there's kind of like three areas, three areas that people focus in life. It's either their family and their relationships, it's money or it's their health. And people spend so much time on those three things. And sometimes one gets off balance. Like they might work really hard and make a ton of money, but then their health, you know, just Mm -hmm. gets terrible and they get overweight and they get lazy and 
stuff happens or else they work so hard that they're never home with their family and, and all these things off balance. And one thing I found is that if you start focusing on all of them in equal amounts, right? You have 24 hours a day, eight hours, let's just say in three different departments, you start focusing on different things or on these three things and you're able to bring them all up together. If you maybe you come home a little bit earlier from work to spend some time with your kids, or maybe you do things together and make a healthier meal so that you can start doing things together plan a family adventure where you go hike the Grand Canyon or something together, right? Like you can mix these things together uh, and and have an even balanced life. It's better than pushing so much in one way or the other because you're going to get off balance and then things get thrown off and more problems come from that. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And if when things out of whack or out of balance, then it throws everything else off. You got to really focus on all three for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I know you brought up social media. I mean, you know, kids want phones because they're on social media. And I think, like you said, it's even hard for adults to deal with social media. I've had friends tell me, like, I'm not on Instagram anymore or Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. because it was hurting my own self-esteem or I found out I was having, you know, FOMO. And sometimes you you start scrolling, and you're like, why do I feel so bad now? Uh, because you've been scrolling, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good as adults to recognize what's working and what's not you know, last night I was with some girlfriends and my friend, she just had her fourth baby and she makes it look so easy. I was like, this seems like the best kid. She goes with you everywhere. She seems so happy. She's like, well, of course she cries all the time, but I don't put that on Instagram. (laughs) It's like, exactly. I mean, it is a highlight reel, but then you've got kids who think like this is real life and it's Mm -hmm. not. And it's like trying to protect them too. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's hard to learn and like you said even for adults like adults i think sometimes have a harder time like breaking away from that you but, did like a social media fast for it was like a month or a week i can't remember now when like a year ago where you're just like i'm turning off all the accounts i'm not gonna get okay guys remember that yeah it was a lot long i I didn't intentionally mean to, it was just like, okay, I'm just tired of seeing every, you know, I was just tired of it. And so I, I stayed off Instagram for quite a while. It was probably like six months and, um, it was great. Like I didn't miss out on anything. And I'm kind of the one, like, I don't know. I've had people be like, oh, you should post more about your family and girls and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I feel like if you know me and you want to know more about like what's going on in my day or life or with my girls, like you, we can text, you can call, we, I can send you pictures. Like, I'm just not one to put things up on social media. Like, uh-huh. that's just not me. I'm kind of more like, if you want to know, like, ask me or like, shoot me a text or, Hey, yeah. how the girls or can I, you know, have a video of the girls or I don't know, like you know, we send pictures and videos to, you know, grandparents and stuff like that. Sure. But I rarely put things on Instagram because I'm just like, nah, I just, I don't know. It's just not me. And I'm like, if you want to know, ask. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll share with you. But I just, I don't know. It's just, I'm not, I guess, into that social media. And I don't think it's all bad. You know, it can be great for promoting your business. I mean, there are positive things to it. um, For sure. Like like promoting your book, The Happy Mom Handbooks. (laughs) Tell us about that. Yeah, that's I was going to jump in and say that there's actually a section in our book that talks about building uh, nourishing relationships, right? And 
is so important there like there's so many people that we know just from talking about this so much now that have, have that like anxiety from social media they're on it so much they're consuming everybody else's life but then they don't turn around and look back at their own and what they're doing and it's like man i'm so jealous this person got to go on all these vacations or that person has it all together or she's in such good shape and i'm not like there's that comparison and it's just so terrible for you but if you just put the phone down and look up and talk to your family and your friends yeah. and people around you and just build those relationships with people who are actually in front of you that's when you're going to start finding so much more joy i feel like um for sure meaningful like you can go out with them you can talk to them you're not just staring at that screen i know during covid we had to do that for a while and it was cool that zoom and you know all these technology allowed us to connect with people all over the world but it's so nice to just be able to see people again and hug them and talk to them yes those relationships um her uh we call her her bonus dad but her bonus dad didn't have internet for like three days and he was hanging out with his brother and uh he's like it was crazy we're like kids again because we didn't have to have like our phones at all the time and and look up stuff and be researching things we could just talk and remember the old times and i think that's what's so cool is you know technology is great like you said it's amazing the things that you can do with it but at the same time like you're just gonna like shut off so much of your life if you just focus on it all the time yeah it's so true mm -hmm. uh, what inspired you to write the book i think more just helping moms and, you know, it could go just to everyone, um, just to know that you can be happy in your life. You can find fulfillment. Um, you might be going through a difficult time now, a difficult phase, um, but there is always happiness to be found. You just have to maybe search a little bit harder or you know, just realize like, yeah, right now sucks or right now is hard, but you know, I can find happiness, whether it's something outside of your, you know, um, life, if it's like working out, you know, like put that into your day. And if that, like, for me, that brings me happiness. I, mm -hmm. I, for both of us, like we both, we, we work out together each morning and it's great because we're kind of like accountability partners. I think more yeah. so he is for me because I'm like, if you don't want to work out, it's fine. Like I could, <laughs> but, and then like at the end of the day, it's like, oh, I should have worked out. Like it, it, for me, it relieves a lot. Like my stress, I start my day off. Yes. My girls on days that I don't work out, they can tell they're like, oh, mom didn't work out. Like, watch out. I mean, it's so true. My yeah. husband and I are the same way. We work out together. Now I would say I'm more of the pushy one and I make him work out. <laughs> I'm like, go harder. Uh, I can be the drill sergeant, but it makes me feel so much better. I'm like, yes, you know, it's great for your health and, yeah. you know, it makes you look better. But I'm like, for my mood and mental health, I need it. And I, know. yeah, yeah. For my mental like clarity, I, and just so I'm just a happier person that day, like I need to work out. And so that's, you know, and that, that brings me happiness and it's just 20, 30 minutes in the morning. He usually works out longer than I do, but I just, you know, I'm like, I have to get the girls going on, on school and stuff like that. And, but I'm like 20, 30 minutes is what I need. And just to kind of bring that fulfillment right there, that time into my life. And I think, um, how, like just letting people know, it's just something simple. Um, but yet I feel fulfilled 
in that part of my life. And so it's okay. You don't need to have like these huge, like gestures and, um, huge things to make you feel fulfilled. It could just be as simple as working out and just, you know, letting moms in particular, but also everyone just know, like, just find little things like that. And in the book, there's a lot of like, resources. yeah, resources and guidance and just be like, here, like, here's an idea, try that or try this, or, you know, just things in case they're stuck or they just don't know, you know, where to begin or how to begin. Yeah. That's what I was going to mention there. Like it's so the handbook, it's called the happy mom handbook. And it, what's cool is like, there's so many like things that you can gather in life. Like you should work out, you should have habits, you should build relationships. And there's so many different people that go deeper on these subjects. And that's one of the things that we try to do is incorporate a lot of these resources into it. So there's like literally in our ebook that we have, there's literally like clickable links that you can go and listen to YouTube talks or. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's a soundtrack that you need to listen to that day to just you know get you excited and dance around the house or whatever. Um, I mean, it's just all sorts of stuff. So it's kind of like this general re or central resource that you can pull from and get ideas from. You're like, maybe I'm stuck with this today. Let me go to that page and see what it's going to tell me to do. There's journal prompts. Uh, it's, it's, it's really a fun book that we try to collaborate like a lot of different resources into one um, to be a helpful guide for, for you guys and your listeners. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Um, I love y'all's message of just starting small because I think, like you said, people either try to do it perfect or they try to make this huge gesture or huge deal out of it and which really just paralyzes you because you're like well I have to do this 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 and this and when will I have time to do all of those things or to get it just right it's like no just do something small if that's a five minute walk in the morning great you know and just try different things so I love the message here um, you guys tell us where our listeners can find the book and find you guys and um, stay up to date on all the things and of course I will leave everything in the show notes too yeah, Perfect. sure. Uh, unfortunately, all the good URLs are taken out there. I feel like so you come up with these super <laughs> long ones that nobody can memorize anymore. So somebody needs to fix that. But um, if you go to Journey to Fulfillment book, which I so you can find that, but there's a link there where you can go download our book for free. Uh, obviously, if you want to just go to Amazon and find it on there too, you can buy it for like a dollar. Um, but I would definitely recommend going and get it for free. Uh, you can download it. We want to provide that gift for all your listeners, again, just, I know that, uh, you know, as a career coach, people are probably trying to find happiness in their career. That's why they're listening to your podcast and you're amazing at that, which is so cool. And it's um, been fun to get to know you better and be on your podcast. So exciting. But to, to think that, you know, you can stick with that same job for 35, 40 years of your life uh, and maybe get in that rut, or you can just step over and realize that there's something else for you that may be of interest. Not that you have to quit your job and so many people say that, like, quit your job today and go do this thing and, and do all that. Don't do that, right? Like, figure out <laughs> right. what might make you, hey, yeah, keep your day job. <laughs> um, <laughs> but go find what might make you a little bit happier today. Go experiment like we talked about today. And, and I hope that's what this open life to you and, and show you that there's other things you can do, whether it's music or yoga or hiking or some new thing that you can do in your life. Maybe it is starting a business uh, on your side or you know, making jewelry and selling it on Etsy, whatever it is, there's just so many cool things to do. And um, I hope that you realize that those things are available to you in the world that we live in today. So, yeah. Great. Well, you guys are making a difference and you're helping moms find fulfillment and joy, which means I think their whole entire family is moving towards joy. And isn't that the goal? So thank you for yeah. everything that you do. Yeah, really loved you. having you guys on. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. We enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you back here next week. 
And make sure to share the episode with a friend that would enjoy the conversation we just had. Also, join the Wine After Work Facebook group to connect with other like-minded women.